2: Greetings, my X Files geeks. Welcome back to Reopening the X Files, the podcast that proves the truth is still out there. We're finally back after a month and a half hiatus. I hope everyone's enjoyed our Halloween Countdown movie th- reviews on YouTube at Ultimate Movie Geek. I am Nate, the Ultimate Movie Geek, and I'm joined by the one and only Agent Powell. Wah, 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 wah. I, uh...
1: What was that little weird thing I don't
2: know it just it just came out of me
1: ah, yeah let's, <laughs> let's not ever hear that again
2: okay I'm sorry <laughs> was it not
1: funny uh okay
2: funny looking uh, <laughs> so we're back after well like I said a month and a half um it's been a while since we've Done with it watching x files. It feels longer. It does, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it feels like we've not done this for a good few months.
2: I can't remember. Well, I can't. The last time we did this, uh, we released the episode um, War of the Cop- Coprophages. It's easy for you to say. It is on the 28th of September. So it's just over uh, a month and what, 12 days?
3: Yeah. yeah it's, been 12 days. it's been a while.
2: It has, it has. And tonight we're back with uh, episode 13 of season 3.
1: Sizzigiggy?
2: Sizzigy. Yeah, same thing. Sizzigiggy.
1: Sizzigiggy.
2: I used to think it was Sizigigi.
1: Oh, I don't even know. I wouldn't be able to pronounce that.
2: Well, just say Sizzigy. Sizzigy. I did look it up. I typed it into my.
3: If it's no bother, if it's not too big a deal, maybe you can get me a few photographs of that thing which bears absolutely no resemblance to a horned beast.
1: Sure, fine. Whatever. Syzygy. Syzygy.
2: I did look it up. I typed it into my computer. So how do you pronounce this, this word?
1: Is it an actual word? Yes. Do you want to know what the word means? Go on then.
2: It was a fanboy fact. Do you remember fanboy facts?
1: Well, save it. You don't normally have many good ones,
2: so I let's do. save it. I I've got loads of good ones. Thank you very much. And I'm going to tell you what it means. <laughs> the episode's title refers to an astronomical alignment of three celestial objects. Ah. usually the Earth, the Sun, and the Moon are a planet.
1: Ah. We had something like that recently, didn't we?
2: We did, I think a lot of planets lined up. A lot of lined, the planets
1: lined up, didn't they? It, didn't they? Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, A lot of crazy things happened. A lot of
1: crazy shit's gone down. It has,
2: hasn't it? We're still... Well, we're in the UK. We're, we're under...
1: Second uh, lockdown. Second
2: lo- lockdown. Hashtag lockdown two. <laughs> I think that's what
1: it is. 2.0. 2.0. Uh,
2: yeah, which, you know, is a long time coming. And funnily enough... This Reopening the X-Files podcast that we decided to create began in the first lockdown. Lockdown. 1.0.
1: 1.0.
2: <laughs> first lockdown. No. Anyway, Scissor G. So, um, it is written by the series creator Chris Carter and directed by Rob Bowman, who's done lots of other films. I'm not going to list them here, but he's done a few films. I think he did the film as well. Nice one. The first film. Cheers, Bob. The first Ex-Pars film. Cheers, Bobby.
1: <laughs> Good film.
2: I think this episode pushes uh, the, you know, the, the, the sexual frustration between Muller and Mulder Scully and a hell of a lot.
1: Yeah, it does. He's proper, proper pissed off with each other in this episode.
2: I think Scully's more pissed off with... Well, no, she is too because he's like, he's proper pissed off. It's like, he's annoyed with her uh, get off my drink cap He's annoyed with her... Um, skepticism. yeah. Skepticism. <laughs> I'm drinking 7-Up. I'm not pissed. I just sound it.
1: Anyway, what's she got?
2: One of the, uh, the balls. Well, the, cat's the cat's got catnip the catnip
1: balls. balls, so it'll all be going batshit crazy in here in five minutes.
2: Got it on its palm. She'll be
1: high as a kite.
2: She will. lucky thing.
1: Yeah, can we, can we just start by saying... The actor, a very, very famous actor now. In this episode, <laughs> and when we watched it, the first time around, last time, I was like, "Oh my god!" David Duchovny. No, a young.
2: J- J- Julian Anderson.
1: A young, and very weird looking, but not in a bad way. Just different to what he looks now. I think. Creep. I
2: said, well, no. Teenage, yeah, I'd say. I, I don't actually say, know how old he is.
1: I would say late teens.
2: I'm going to look it up.
1: Um, And I would say he's had a bit of work done, especially to his teeth.
2: I think he's uh, thinned his eyebrows out a little bit as well. Yeah,
1: he's, and he's, but I think who, he's slimmed down. Who are we
2: talking about?
1: We are, of course, talking about Canadian's finest... <laughs>
3: I remember me and him all the way back to kindergarten. He was, uh, I don't know, he was like a brother or something. And we had some good times. Good times that I'll never forget. And junk like that like now we all got to stick together and protect each other that's what Bruno would have wanted because they say the cult is going to come try and get more of us and we can't let that happen so we got to kick some butt we got (laughs) to kick some butt like I'm sure Bruno's doing in heaven right now
2: arch-rival. Arch-nemesis.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it actually starts off, it's him talking, isn't it? He's at the yeah. very, very beginning of the episode. He gets killed off really quickly. Spoilers, again, for this almost 30-year-old episode. Um, but yeah,
2: quite it, How old? Took... did you say 14-year-old episode?
1: No, I said... What did I say?
2: I thought you said 14-year-old. I don't
1: know what I am sorry, you
2: just keep going.
1: I meant sorry. to say almost... <laughs> 30, I might have said 40, I'm very <laughs> tired, I've had a long day at work. Yeah,
2: it's been a long day.
1: Um, but he's he's almost unrecognisable, but isn't.
0: Hmm.
1: Like we looked and I was like, oh my God, that is Ryan Reynolds. And you were like, oh my God, that, that is, is Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds.
2: And I think I messaged it out yeah, on my did. Instagram.
1: Yeah, because somebody said, oh yeah, it's a good one, I'm going to watch it. Um, it will be 1920. This, 1920? 19, 19 or 20. Right, oh yeah, so yeah, probably This guessing. was
2: 1996, he was born in 76.
1: Right, oh, he's a bit older than me yeah. then than else. Yeah, it's, the premise of this episode is Mulder and Scully are brought in by a local detective, a female detective, who, there's been two sort of suicide, murder type...
2: Yeah, of young people.
1: Of young people, and other people have said that it was... Demonists and saints and, and worshippers. So they've yeah. brought the FBI in, and then straight away, before they even get there, they're arguing Mulder and Scully in the car about which direction to go. Yeah, she
2: says right, he says he yeah. was told sort of left.
1: And it sets the scene for an episode of kind of cosmic chaos mm. where the planetary alignment is just causing havoc basically. And the two young ladies who go to school with Ryan Reynolds, who ends up dead, um, and other people, they... Terry what,
2: Roberts, and Margie Kleinian. Yeah. Archangel? What
1: transpires is they were born on the same day. Yes. Um,
2: Funnily enough, is it the same day as this alignment has happened before? Yeah. So we're giving the plot away. So yeah. We'll spoil so, this.
1: but throughout it, they, you can see they use telekinesis a lot. So there are typical teenage assholes that you see. <laughs> and, not that are teenagers are assholes, but that you see in yeah, no. Fi- no, but in films and stuff, they always portray them as not all
2: kids are. Well, but I don't think they are. I think they're portrayed as. Annoying little bitches. It's just annoying people. <laughs> I don't even think they're the top of the food chain in the high school thing. No, they are. I not. think because they've got this power, they've sort of elevated themselves up. Yeah. And they're just, look, they're taking their shit out on yeah. Anywhere, they're, everyone Yeah, they're taking them.
1: their frustrations of teenage angst out, and basically, you know, somebody knocks drinks on him and he gets crushed in the bleachers, doesn't it? You know, that? Is it bleachers? Yeah, they're retractable bleachers, yeah. things. We don't really have them here. Um, no, we, we have.
2: Uh, <laughs> What might they call the benches? Like, you, turn, you turn them yeah. upside down and do gymnastics. Upside down and
1: do balance on them. <laughs> that's what it's a full lesson planned out there. Uh, hate her,
2: hate her, wouldn't want to date her. Yeah, there you
1: go. Yeah, it's, um, it's an okay episode. It's not one of my favourites. I did enjoy it when I watched it originally. Yeah. And the more I watch it now, um. I'm, I don't know. It's not. It's definitely not a favourite for me. It's quite tongue in cheek. It is very tongue in cheek. Funny in places, Big. like when the doctor, the they find all oh, the the community gets all riled up, and they have like this mass hysteria. Yeah. I can't think what Scully said it was called. The something effect group of group effect or yeah. something, um, and like it. it's led weirdly by the um, the, the, the head school of the school principal. Yes. Yeah. And they find this bag of bones in a field, and they dig it up, and Glad it's I like
2: books, book title, that bag of bones.
1: <laughs> Shut up! And it's got the <laughs> local doctor's initials on. They're like, "Oh, that's so and so. It's Doctor Dick, so and so." And they go right his house. <laughs> <laughs> this poor doctor. He's coming downstairs. Isn't yeah, he's a, he's a transvestite, so he's like dressed up in <laughs> ladies' clothes, enjoying himself. You know, enjoying his Saturday his off day work. Off, yeah. Um, and we all, all do. they've got these baying mob outside, and he's like panicky, he's like, Oh my god, in his little dressing gown and makeup. And they call him in, don't they? Yeah. And he's still got like a bit of eyeliner on.
2: why he's being interviewed.
1: Yeah, and it's so funny because like they're all at him, like, what, What's on, what gone on? What happened to the bag? And he's like, I sold the bag, I sold it. And,
2: and he knows exactly who he sold it to as well. It's one of the girls. Yeah, it's
1: one of the girls, Margie or Terry. And then <laughs> in rock, say, uh, scully she's like you're free to go it was a it was mr tippy and it was pet bones which you couldn't yeah. tell anyway yeah, straight away tell. from the bag so it's quite funny but in amongst all this you've got Mulder acting dead weird going it might not be the right time to say it but somebody's really got my favorite perfume on and he's like sniffing this
3: may not be any time to mention it but someone is wearing my favorite perfume <laughs>
1: I am not going to be humiliated by you in front of you or by having to bring a teenage girl in on her birthday of all days to identify the bones of her dead dog, Mr. Tippy. I see no reason to pursue this case any further, and not only that, I
0: find your conduct and comportment in this investigation not just alarming but highly objectionable. What are you doing?
3: Must be Detective Wyatt. If that's the reason we're sticking around, that's your business.
1: I'll start acting (laughs) a little bit weirder as the episode goes on. The way that Scully does is she's just getting more and more annoyed, isn't she? And she shows you at one point she's in the room smoking a fag. In a cigarette, wheel, we call fags over here. She's Smoking a fag, getting really cross, isn't she? And like muttering under her breath, he's in the next room, like drinking vodka, which he, he doesn't what's drink. What is he
2: putting in? I thought it he was doing a like sorbet, sorbet. Or something.
1: It looks like some sort of like sorbet, some sort of ice cream, like yeah, mango. I don't and know. he's trying to shove it in the bottle of vodka. And I said to you, you just put vodka in your sorbet and eat it that way. Oh, well, that would that would be. Me. That's what you do. That's what yeah, I do. Yeah, you, you alky. every other day. <laughs> Um, but it is a really funny episode. It so there's, is. there's bits in it that it that does make you chuckle.
2: It's it's a funny episode. It's not like other funny episodes. It's quite gra- it's, it's quite grounded. It's it's quite they're still being serious, but the the proper each other's next. It, it's almost like it it could happen. Yeah. <laughs> take away the sci-fi element. It's just. They're yeah. on each other completely. It's a bit, a bit
1: like a married couple. Yeah. You know when you get annoyed with each other, you have a few days where you yeah. really touch off each other and you get really quite peeved off. Yeah, I
2: remember off. Thursday, Jesus.
1: <laughs> but it is, it's that sort of dynamic, yeah. isn't it? But it is all to do with this planetary thing and it all comes to a head, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and they get chucked in a cell together, basically. But they,
2: they, they fall out of each other. So everything's going fine, they're just hurting other people, but... Then they're uh, they they have a falling out because they both try and hit on this this guy at school and he turns them down but one of them decides to go off with him secretly so they all they they both start to have a little bit of a
1: yeah they kill him don't they
2: yeah but they they go against each other so the power that is brewing within them is is being directed at each other so it's it's growing and by midnight when it's aligned and it's gone, it passes.
1: Yeah, they, they get them, don't they, in the police sort of station. Yeah. Chuck one in the cell, chuck the other one in, because everything, all this kind like, deaths are moving, guns are going guns off, are going everyone's, off, like, yeah. hitting the deck. They chuck them in together, and as it ticks past midnight, it just all goes very calm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this being mob again, the local mob come round with the, principal let us in let us in and they do they let him in and like even then like and it's meant to have passed the female detective i can't remember her name quite an attractive lady says to scully she was like let us in let me pass and like Scully's face, and you think that's genuine because the planetary thing's finished now, mm. and she's still pissed off with you. Oh yeah. Um, and basically, these two young girls are sat hugging each other and thought. And the principal's like, "It was the demon. It, it was, was Satan. It was devil. And thing. he's got he's gone now. He's let them be type of thing. So it was. It's quite a funny yeah. one. Yeah.
2: It's funny. It's a, it's a good. I I enjoyed this one. Um, I like the the fact that a lot of elements from this. Were transferred over to the. I think it was a PlayStation Two game that I played. An X Files game it was really, I really good. I never played the X Files. Yeah, it the was PST. It, you. You weren't Mulder and Scully, but you. It was. I think th- this is how long ago I've have played it. You work with Mulder and Scully, and it's all about the shapeshifting alien and all that. Right. So it's it's proper in there. The but,
1: one who looks like Arnie.
2: Yeah, but you uh, you go into a hotel room. And the TV plays what's playing oh, on the TV there. No, I enjoyed that episode. Um, no, there's no, skinner, there's no, Mr.
1: no skinner, no Mr X. No Skinner, no Mr X.
2: It's been a long time since we've done this. I can't remember what parts of the episode we do.
1: We now do fanboy. Oh,
2: fanboy fact. Should we take out the... Uh,
1: the shit jingle. The shit jingle. I like the shit jingle, shingle. but it's up to you. It's a shingle. <laughs> shingle. All right, Sean Connery. God rest his soul.
2: He's dead now. Devastated. Go on. What am I doing? Fanboy facts. Fanboy. 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 Fanboy facts. What am I doing? Fanboy fanboy fanboy? facts. Sorry. um, Bowman wasn't a fan of the episode, right? And I've got a quote from him um, saying that the show proved to be much more difficult than I anticipated. There wasn't enough time to shoot the show properly because we were so close to Christmas break. I felt extremely pressured and frustrated, although there are things in it I love, particularly the banter between Mulder and Scully. But overall, I thought the show was very oblique. I don't feel that the characters ever knew what was going on, and I don't think that it's all uh, that cool that the kids murdering people. I didn't feel like I was shooting an episode of The X-Files, and I think I let Chris Carter down a bit. I don't think he did. And I suppose off the back of this, if he if he is the one who did the X Files film, I'm pretty sure he was. Um, obviously, Chris Carr didn't think that either. Well, there, there you go.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's the end of fan. No, it's not. <laughs> That's what I say? <laughs> um, the episode begins with very young Ryan Reynolds, like I said. Mulder and Scully's behavior in the episode was written specifically by Carter to alert the show's audience that Mulder and Scully would not become a romantic partnership. Well, he fucking lied, didn't he? <laughs> don't swear. That's Sorry. a really bad swear word. He lied, didn't he? There, there you go. You I'm not it out now. It's a podcast for people who have seen it.
1: Yeah, but they might not be old enough to appreciate that language. Whatever.
2: Um, in addition, the episode contained various fan-in jokes, such as Scully getting upset because Mulder is always the driver, which was uh, inspired by fans nitpicking the show.
1: Yeah, because he did always use he did drive. He did always drive. <laughs>
2: um, the name of Grover Cleveland Alexander High School was set in for much of the, the action in the episode. Referenced, again, referenced David Duchovny's appearance on Jeopardy uh, because he got another question wrong. <laughs> I didn't
1: know he was on Jeopardy.
2: Yeah, well, it came up in, in one of our last episodes.
1: I must have switched
2: off. Well, it was when... It it was the last episode actually when uh, Scully's reading a book, and it's a book that he got wrong. All right, I'm just
3: right.
2: Oh, you're doing it again. This is the first episode in which Scully is seen smoking. Hmm. Naughty lady. Uh, The name of the town Comity, also means courtesy. As we watch Mulder and Scully enter the town on the other side, At the intersection, we see the road sign saying, leaving comedy, right? So when they're leaving the town, the camera's set in a position where it says, entering comedy. So we're seeing them enter the town, but they're leaving courtesy behind and that's when they're all like being all angry. Ah, So it's a nice little play on the film techniques and and stuff like that. Get away, cat! What are you doing? And um, that is the end of Fanboy Facts. There wasn't many tonight. yeah no. So I apologise for that. Uh, I enjoyed the episode. Uh, I thought it was, a, it was a good one and I think it's a good one to come back. But sadly, we were doing two nights a week, uh, the podcast, weren't we? I think we're going to drop it to maybe just one day a week and we'll see how we go from there.
1: Yeah, see how we go. If
2: anyone has anything they want to say, if anyone wants to comment on the episode, let us know at uh, Files on Twitter or at uh, MovieUltimate on Twitter as well. mate? Do you know
1: what you are?
2: I don't know what I am, no. It's been <laughs> such a long time since we've done this. Um, yeah, so thank you for listening and we will see you next week. What episode is it? Grotesque. I don't like that one.
1: Can't remember it.
2: Remember everybody, look to the skies because the truth is out there. I made this.
0: What is that? What's what? That pattern there on his chest.
3: Yeah, I see it. It it looks like a goat, some kind of horned beast. A horned beast? Yeah, right here, in a circle. I think you guys are
0: seeing something that isn't there. No, no, right here. Look, you see the, the, the horns are right there. No, I don't see the horns right there. I assume you'll call me if you need me for anything further.
3: If it's no bother... If it's not too big a deal, maybe you can get me a few photographs of that thing which bears absolutely no resemblance to a horned beast.
0: Sure, fine. Whatever.
3: Selling a little
0: or a lot?